Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gamble Betting Podcast. I'm Selectibet and we're delighted to be back after the international break with our Norwegian podcast. And as ever, joining me are Greg and David. How's things, guys? Yeah, great, thanks. All good? Yes, very well, thank you. Good, good. Um, yeah, international break, Greg, wasn't too bad for Scotland fans. For you guys over in Norway, David, albeit you are a Scotland fan, it's the, <laughs> the end of the road for the time being for their qualification hopes for uh, you. Uh, yeah, very, very, very disappointing the performance against Spain. Um, just didn't really give anything really in a massive yeah. in a game they needed to win. Um, yeah, they still potentially got a nation league uh, route, but um, it's been twenty three years since the last major tournament, and um, that sounds far too familiar to us. Scottish d- yeah, yeah, I know it's interesting. I saw a list of teams who teams from <laughs> Europe who haven't qualified for a major tournament since two thousand. Mm. And the list is who everyone you would expect to be on it, and Norway. So it's a, yeah, it's a it's a it's a real disappointment. Um, they'll be they'll be hoping to to it push on. Wasn't it? It? Fine, fine lines. Obviously, winning that game in Oslo against Scotland yeah, absolutely. With, with absolutely. seconds to go and losing two one. Yeah, yeah. We'll take it though. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We'll take absolutely. it. Um, so yeah, we're back on uh, Elite Zeran and Oblast League in duty this week. Uh, full card ahead of us. We're getting near. Well, I was going to say the business end. We're kind of already in the business end of the season. Um, six rounds to go in the latest year and just four left in August League and plenty to play for. Uh, top of Elite year David Bodo Glimt now three points clear after a couple of, I'm going to say disastrous results for Viking, but certainly in terms of their title hopes, they could have done without a 4 0 defeat to Viking in a, a 1 0 draw with Odd. Yeah, uh, yeah, Boulder Glimt have, have really asserted, asserted their uh, favouritism tag, I think, in the last few weeks. Um, they were kind of stumbling along when they drew with Hamcam, drew with Rosenberg, lost to Tromsø, lost to Viking, but um, they've won three in a row now. Very good performance against Volleringa, 4-2, beat Storms got it easy 2-0, and then the last time out, they were really, really good away at Molde. 1-3-1, convincing. Three missed penalties in the game. Um, <laughs> two for Bodeglimt, one for Molde, um, an own goal. Just, just I play fantasy, fantasy elite series. Emil, <laughs> Brevik, Emil Brevik is in my team. He's got an own goal and a missed penalty. It was an absolute disaster. So, I hope, hope you've yeah. dropped him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've dropped him. So yeah, Molde, Molde. Uh, sorry, Bodeglimt looking really good. Viking really disappointing. One-one draw. Odd. They. Three points behind and a worse goal difference they have got to. I would, I'd suggest the with the running both teams have. I, I think Viking probably need to win maybe all six, but yeah. at least five. Yeah, I was having a look at the claims running four at home, um, including this weekend's against Sandefjord. The only one that really kind of stands out is an away fixture to Bran, which might offer some hope to Viking. But as you say, they're going to have to win everything from here on in. I think. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think at least five wins in a draw. But yeah, I do think six wins is probably more likely. Um, and yeah, they've got a couple of hard games with you know Sarpsborg, Rosenborg, and and uh, Tromsø this weekend. Albeit they are all at home, all, all their tougher games are at home, which they'll probably fancy winning anyway. Yeah, at, okay. the, at the bottom end though, Olesund hanging on in there. They were Coupon Busters last week. Yeah, last what a result. I'll wait at Tromso. Uh, Tromso were 1-3. to three. 
we spoke about that match, David, didn't we? Uh, I think it was difficult to look beyond Tromso, given how great a season they've had. But a, a massive, massive shock in that game. Olesund hitting their customary five away corners <laughs> and winning the match. There's still hope. They're eight points adrift. But with six games to go, there's always there's always hope. And um, that, that win just keeps them... I guess another week away from uh, relegation into the Obus League. But above them, though, you've literally got, what, five or six teams all right in the mix for automatic relegation and the playoff spot. Yeah, it was a real hammer blow to Tromsø's title title, uh, charge, shall we say. Um, Hawk on hammer uh, with a late winner for all the Sounds. Nicely Um, done. Nicely done, David. Nicely done. I I knew I would have to say who it was because Mm -hmm. nobody would have done. Um, Yeah, uh, it's really close. It's very exciting. Um, Three points between 15th and 12th. Wallerenga, despite having improved, um, still not quite out of trouble. How did you I'm going to put you in the spot, David. I'm going to put you in the spot. Who's finishing 15th in the final relegation spot and who's finishing in 14th in the playoff spot? Go. I think I think Sandefjord. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it might be as it is. Um, how Sandefjord. Soon, yeah, Sandefjord fifteenth, Stabæk fourteenth. Um, I think Haugesund have just got in a new manager. Um, so they had a long, long-standing manager, Justin Greenhaug, who stepped down. They didn't really replace him, but they have now, and it's. Um, the guy who has taken Breda Bleak in Iceland to the Europa mm-hmm. Conference League. So he's been brilliant for for the uh, in Iceland for quite a few years for a couple of different teams. Um, Was so he he's been given a chance. The game before the break, the one they'll win. Uh, no, no. So no, he just came wasn't. in uh, this week. Um, so yeah, they, they got a win, a crucial win over some squad set. Yeah. And Alexander Söderlund scored. Um, he's 30, 30, No, it wasn't him. It was Ni- yeah, it was Niyakuri that scored a big defender. But yeah, Söderlund played. He was like thirty-five year old, experienced striker. Was back from injury and, and, and it made a difference but yeah new manager attacking I think he's a very attacking manager from what I've, I've read um, so very interesting times for them it's a bit of a bit of a throw the dice really with six games to go but I, I've just got a feeling how soon they've got better players than than Stabak and um, although Stabak have won two in a row which has obviously lifted them um, lifted them off of fifteenth place. Um, I still, th- I can still see Hugesson uh, being having enough to, to yep. keep them away. Yeah, and an interesting game for them at Hamcam this weekend. They had a chance to possibly leapfrog them. Actually, I think they'll go level one points. Hugesson, yeah. but with a better goal difference. Yeah, I mean Ham- Hamcam picked up an absolutely crucial win last time out. They went to Sandefjord one one nil. Um, a real, a real bottom of the table clash. Um, penalty scored by Henry Goodall in the 60th minute, which was enough. Um, yeah, just a really massive win for the Hamcam. That they looked as if they were going to get dragged in. If they'd lost that, they went. Below, they would have gone below Sandefjord in goal difference. So now they're now they're six points clear of Sandefjord with six games to go. I think it will t- take a bit of a turnaround to get them down into the the relegation zone. I suppose the so, thing is, as we, as we've seen over the last couple of weeks, things can change really quickly. Yeah. It really does. It's 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 it's, it's definitely it's a lot of points to play for, isn't it? There's 18 there points is. left in the board. And there's a lot so of teams like, left. A lot of teams just like kind of floating around, like Leithstrom, Odd, Rosenborg, Jim Scott, yeah. not really doing yeah. much. So yeah. I feel like I feel like you could definitely pick up some wins in the in the running. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that. Um, 
there's a few this weekend, I think, where maybe a couple of teams don't have too much to play for that might uh, offer up some opportunities for us. But let's get stuck into the games. There's two on Saturday. They've got Bodo Glimt against Sandyfjord. Uh, Glimt have got a, a, a tax and doubleheader, I suppose, David against Besiktas coming up in Europe over the next couple of weeks. But we have highlighted the fact that they've got a fairly kind run in between here and the end of the season. Um, just one to seven to win this weekend mm. um, to Sandyfjord. Yeah, probably not a massive surprise that. I think um, Sandefjord obviously not having a great season. They're down in 15th. They've um, only picked up five points on the road all year. Um, struggled with conceding goals, conceded 32 in 12 games. So, yeah, Bode Glimt, strong at home, eight wins, two draws, just the one defeat. They scored 29 goals in their 11 games. So I think uh, I think the price is justified. It's pretty hard to look anywhere else than a, a comfortable win, especially after uh, the international break, which will give them a, a nice wee rest. They've got a lot of players coming back from injury, which is which is really good for them. And obviously, as you say, a trip to trip to Turkey coming up as well, um, which is uh, yeah. I mean, they they want to progress in Europe, so they'll be going all out for that. Yeah, I had a wee look at your old favourite of Glimp to score in both halves, but even that's yeah. just. Even that's just one to two this weekend. It's not even a runner. So, yeah, I think, Greg, this kind of feels like a, a game where it's going to be possible to find any decent value in it. Yeah, it's really difficult. Obviously, Bodeglem, really short, really, really short. Uh, it'd be a, a massive shock if they didn't get three points here. David and I had a quick chat this morning on Sandy Fjord's chances of hitting three corners at six to five. Mm-hmm. They have hit three corners now in 15 of their last 16 matches, Sandy Fjords. But Bodeglimp don't concede many. They're going to probably dominate possession here. The, the only glimmer of hope is Sandy Fjord are in a real pickle themselves and need to, to get some points on the board if they want to stay up. So they're going to have to try and attack or hit them on the counter anyway. Yeah. So I'm not sure yet. We got stung last time out with Storm's Godset hitting none at Bodeglimp in the last match. But to hit three for a side fighting relegation, very tempting. It's yeah, especially given that track record. Yeah, track record's good. The only thing, obviously, putting you off is Bodeglimp don't concede many, but yeah. I think the over 2.5 is tempting at 6 to 5. And mm. I think I'll sleep on it tonight and decide tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but Bodeglimp have only conceded three or more corners. Well, they've only conceded more than four, uh, three corners once all season. Yeah. Um, and they've only conceded three or more uh, three times. Uh, four times, sorry, out of 11 home games. So, so basically, basically what you're saying is Greg shouldn't lose any sleep. Well, just... he shouldn't. I mean, he should sleep well, but yeah, just, <laughs> I, I just, I'm very, very cautious after it, especially. It's one of those ones, isn't it? It's a, it's a toss of a coin, really, this one. I'm probably not going to put it up, but it's the only thing I could find of any value from a Sandyfjord perspective, and there's nothing there for, for Bode Glimt. Yeah. Uh, okay, also on Saturday, we've got Mulder's visit to Bran, that defeat um, to Glimt pretty much ended any faint hopes that they had of retaining their title, David. Yeah, I think it's completely ended them, and I think now they'll just be concentrating on their European, um, yeah, the rest of the Europa League run. Um, they've started that with two defeats as well. So they have got back-to-back matches against uh, Haken of Sweden that they need to probably win both to have any chance of qualifying for the group. But at the very least, they'll want to get four points out of those two games to make sure that they're third place and they drop down to that Conference League um, spot. 
So yeah. that's that's the very least that we're looking for out of them. So that's definitely that will definitely be priority now. I would have thought. And from a league point of view, I mean, there's the danger that they might not qualify through, you know, for uh, Europe next season, the way things are going. They're sitting fifth, they're four points behind Bran and Trom, so there's so still a bit of work to be done there as well. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they do have the cup final, which is a, a backup plan, and uh, they've got Bode linked in the cup final. But yeah, I totally agree. So, I mean, yeah, I, 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 they will prioritise Europe, but uh, as you say, they don't want to miss out on Europe for next year, but it's a bit of a... <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think you'll be rotating players on the in the remainder of the games, and um, just whether or not the ones coming in are good enough to be a, a brand team who are in uh, great form themselves. Yeah, seven wins in a row for them at the moment. They are going to the game eleven to favourites. Is that fair? I think so. Um, yeah. I think the way Molde played um, against Bodegrim last time, um, I think it's probably fair. Seven wins in a row, Brand played some great football. I probably wouldn't back against Molder just in case, like because they can be very good. Um, but I think it's probably it's probably game of the weekend in terms of uh, quality. Um, f- for me, I think it's probably the game of the weekend. I think there'll be goals in it. I can't see I can't see it being a clean sheet, but uh, the goal line set incredibly high, so that's uh, not worth it either. But yeah, I think it, sh- it should be a good game, and I think. I think if anyone will win, it would be Brand, but I can see it being a bit of a, a high-scoring draw, maybe a 2-2. Yeah, any thoughts on this one, Greg? No, I think as Steve has said, it's a really tough game to call. Wouldn't want to back against Moda, as as David said, but I, I think Brand can be very, very pleased with how they've done this season. I, I think we said back in April, we expected Brand to have a very good season. and uh, We kind of thought they'd maybe finish top four and it looks likely that that's, that's going to happen. So I guess well done, Bran. From a betting perspective, interestingly, the corners line set quite low for this match, only over 10.5 for 4-5. But I think Dave is right. I think goals and both sides contributing to goals is probably the best approach. Yeah, it looks like it. Is this one live on Saturday, David? Uh, they're all live, Paul. They're, they're all, all live. live. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I forgot. This is Norway. This is not the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. Oh, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle trying to find a live game in Scotland recently. But that's for a, that's for a different podcast. Um, okay, let's have a look at Saturday, David. And you highlighted that Lille Strong v Volarenga is a, a big derby in the country. Um, Volarenga far from out of the woods, plenty to play for. Lille Strong just kind of looks as if they're limping towards the finish line this season. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you remember, it went viral um, at the start of the season. Lila Strom scored a 95th minute winner in the first game in Oslo against Wallerenga to win 4-3. Big Akkor Adams scored a, a late goal and the crowd was absolutely mental um, behind the goal. A big yellow wall of, of Lila Strom fans. Um, so that was in Wallerenga's ground. So this one's in Lila Strom's ground. And it's going to be full. It's going to be, it's going to be noisy. And it's um, yeah, looking really looking forward to watching. It should be a really good game. Interesting kickoff time as well. Wait, one thirty. Um, Was that to contain the fighting, David? Yeah, yeah. Violence. Yeah, it must be something to do with that. But yeah, no, it should be it should be a really good game. And um, I think Volering are, are playing a lot better now. Uh, they've got a goal scorer, Big Elich, who's been scoring goals for them. Um, they, they look better than the other teams around them at the bottom now, uh, which they didn't before. And as you say, Lillestrøm kind of floating about, just limping towards the end of the season. I can see, I can see Vol- Volaringa nicking something in this one, and it's uh, 
it's a pretty tempting price as well. The way they're playing, they're playing better than Lillestrom just now. And Greg Fullerenga, far from out of the woods, as we say, they're one of the teams that are kind of milling around that bottom section who are still haunted by the, the playoff and the automatic relegation point. And you tend to think Fullerenga won't lose this one either. No, it's kind of twofold for me. Lillestrom, their season's finished. Mm. Let's be honest. Their season's petered out a number of weeks ago. I know it's a derby match, but I, I'm fully on Volarenga here not to lose the match I don't think they will I've doubled this up in a bet builder I think when you dig a bit deeper and look at Volarenga's matches they've had some really tough games recently they've played Bode Glimp twice I know one of them was a cup game still managed to score twice uh, 2-4-2 defeats against Bode Glimp and they lost 2-1 at Bran but away from home they've gone to Molda and drawn 0-0 they've drawn one all away to Viking and they've beaten Strum's Godset and Sandyfjord. So their away form is actually pretty decent. Just mm. one defeat in five. And they need to get the points here. I think Lorstrom are, the old saying, maybe on the beach. Not quite yet, but I just think there's more at stake here for Volaringa. On this slope, I think we call it. And looking at Lorstrom, one win in five for them. I think Volaringa are worth backing here at 21 to 10 to win the match. Did look at goals. Volaring a score two at thirteen to eight, but I'm more than happy to add the add this match into a bet builder double, and that is volaring a double chance and fully expecting volaring a score here, and that pays ten to eleven, and I'm going to double that up with a corners bet from the Sturm's God set odd match. Yeah, let's have a look at that just now. Then, Greg, both of these teams kind of mid table on the face of it, not a lot to play for. No, I think Sturm's God set though. Just at that place where another win probably sees them fine. Mm. Um, they're at home. They, they are hitting some very good numbers for corners. Storm's God set at home. They fit five, eight, five, four, five, and five. So they fit more than f- five corners in five of their last seven matches. Uh, need for points here. Odd away from home have been hemorrhaging corners. Nine, 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 six, eight, and three. Thought you were phoning the police there for a minute. <laughs> it was very close. <laughs> <laughs> so they've shipped at least six corners now in six of their seven games. I think we've highlighted Strum's Godset before on the corners front at home. And I'm going to back Strum's Godset to, to hit five corners on, on Sunday against Odd. And that double pays just below two seconds and I'll find it. I think we've got... 1.86 to 1. 1.86 to 1, yeah. As accurate as we can be. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty solid double. So, Volaringa to score, Volaringa double chance, and Sturm's God set to hit five or more corners, and it pays 1.86 to 1. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll recap all the bets at the end of the podcast. And I take it back, Sturm's God set do obviously have still something to play yeah. for. They are, they are just only four points above that playoff place. Um, I think I was fooled by saying that they were 10th in the table and saying, no, that's absolutely fine. But no, they still need a, a few points uh, on the board, David. Yeah, they definitely do. They, and, and at home is, is where they've done most of their most of their good work um, in the last, well, pretty much in the last three, four years we've been watching the league. They've been a better, much better home team than away team. So, um, yeah, I think it looks good. I think Odd, Odd have kind of slipped into end of season mode and Strum's got set probably just one win away from, from uh, guaranteeing safety. Yeah, speaking of end of season mode, I think Rose, Rosenborg have been in it all season, David. <laughs> um, quite an interesting one, Stabak have won the last two. Um, they were up into 14th 
as they attempt to try and get out of that relegation zone. 72 this weekend to win at Lerkendal. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I know what you mean, but I just, I just don't think Rosenberg can afford to just lose games like this. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think the fans would be. I think it would be absolutely toxic if they if they turned up to Lerkendal on Saturday and or Sunday, sorry, and and um, just. Uh, Played through yeah, it's, the most. It's one of those games, David, where you would never back them to win this match, but you would no, back. no, I don't think so. I think if I was doing anything in this game, I'd probably maybe wait until the the team line comes out and maybe pick a scorer because um, I think it's probably a game you'll see goals. Stabak have been much more attacking under Bob Bradley. Um, Rosenborg will be attacking at home, um, and yeah, Olasata. Well, after 2.3 to score any time in a home game, um, he's usually pretty reliable when he plays. If he's playing, I'd be, I'd be inclined to go for something like that in, in this game than uh, than anything else. I'm just going to point out that Rosenborg have drawn with Sandy Fjord. They have <laughs> drawn with Stabak earlier in the season. They were beaten by Ollis and um, albeit I think all three of those were away from home, but still, mm. yeah. Yeah. I, I, it was just really off the back of Ollis and uh, sorry, Stabak fighting for their lives really yeah. in fact that Rosenborg just don't really seem to be able to win a game at the moment Yeah, that's true, I mean, they have played a lot of away games and their own right, so the, the la- their last home games they drew at home at Bode Gleams, they hammered Ollis in 4-0, beat Hearts 2-1, beat Crusaders 3-2 yeah, beat Odd 3-2 <laughs> beat Tromsø 2-1, that's all their last home games in a row, yeah, so their home yeah, form's yeah. actually pretty solid yeah. Um, it's just when they go away from home, they're absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's just my job to ask the questions. No, I'm just I'm, it's my job to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll leave that one. Uh, we've kind of touched quite a lot on Ham Cam and already, discussing their new manager. Uh, any angles in this one? Obviously, a win for Ham Cam, I think, would probably see them safe, David. Yeah, similar to Stream's Godset. Yeah, I think one win, and that would probably do it. And um, a great opportunity for them at the weekend. <clears throat> they've um, they looked as if they were getting dragged down, and obviously that win at Sandefjord just really, really lifted them. I think uh, confidence will be high again after that, and and it's really hard to call. I think the price looks pretty good, like even money in a home game. Um, they've they've um, got eighteen points at home this season, which is pretty good, pretty decent. Um, and Haugesund just seven points on the road, just one win, so. Tough one to call. Just because of the new manager, I'd be a little bit more sceptical going in, going into it. But yeah, Hamcam, um, Hamcam probably deservedly favourites, and a really good opportunity for them to cement another another year in the league series, which would be really impressive. Yeah, we don't like backing against new managers, Greg, do we? We don't. We should learn from our previous mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll never learn, I don't think. Uh, okay, last but not least, we've got the Viking Troms game. We've touched on the fact that uh, Troms look as if they're kind of running out of steam a wee bit. Is that fair? Um, lost two of the last three. That one win was uh, 1-0 against Olesund. Uh, but then you've got Viking, um, who have been really good at home, just one defeat at home versus Tromso's away record, which has been surprisingly good this season, Greg. It has. Tromso obviously have been aside over the last three or four seasons. If you've been backing at home, don't pick up 
many points away from home, but they've absolutely kind of changed that this season. Picked up lots of wins away from home. They probably have run out of steam eventually. I think we probably expected that to happen back in June or July. <laughs> but I don't think we can see that just because they've lost one match um, to Olesund. I know they've lost a couple of games recently, but this is more about Viking for me. Viking are at home. As you say, they've only lost one match this season at home. Nine wins, two draws and one defeat. They've won six of their last seven at home and a draw. I just think five to six, when I put this in the channel on Monday, I just thought that was a decent price. Uh, Tromso probably not going to finish. There's a very good chance Tromso could finish fifth um, below Molda now. So there are four points ahead of Molda at the moment. Don't get me wrong, it would still be a fantastic season. But V-King have to win this match. There's nothing else other than three points will do here for, for V-King. That might put a bit of pressure on them. Tromso obviously pushing to finish third. They're only four points behind Viking as well. So all to play for, but I just think with the home advantage, uh, I think backing Viking to win this is probably the right approach for me. Yeah, David, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, I think Viking's home form has been so good. Um, the the crowd is going to be really big at the weekend again. They're really pushing, pushing ticket sales and... and just yeah, pushing the fact that they're trying to win the title for the first time in was it thirty two years? Um, so yeah, a massive game. Tromsø, yeah, they have been kind of stumbling of late, as you say. They lost to Olesund. They just creeped past Stabæk. Lost to Brand. Just creeped past Hamcam. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a tough game for Viking. Like Tromsø, are a good side. They're a good. Defensive side, um, play back three, attack uh, with pace on the counter. But um, I just think I think Viking have got got enough that they can uh, they can win this game and and, and keep that title race certainly uh, very much alive for another week anyway. Um, mm. Yeah. So Greg, you tipped us on the channel at five to six earlier in the week. It's now around about forty-five. Yeah, forty-five now, but. It's- Still very much worth backing at that price. Yeah, still backable. Okay, we'll recap all the uh, elitists here in the bets at the end of the podcast. Let's have a very quick run through Oberstligen as well. Uh, four rounds to go there. Fredrikstad uh, promotion has been confirmed. They will be promoted to Elite Zeran next season. Uh, Koffer, David, by my yeah. ropey maths, could be promoted this weekend. Uh, I think they would need Quansfinger to lose uh, or to drop points and that's that at year and start uh, also to drop yeah. points at me on that one. So, right, yeah. okay, so there probably, you go. Then. Probably unlikely. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, massive weekend for, for Goffa. A win and, and they're pretty much up, which is incredible. Fredrikstad, yeah, just... Uh, it's a really good story, Fredrikstad. Obviously, coming back, they were they've done the the, the second division. I think they they were promoted two years ago from the second division, um, and now going up to the elite Syrian uh, traditional big club. They've won. They have won the the top division before. I think back in the sixties. So, looking forward to having them back. Um, and yeah, I think uh, both of them, both of them just bang on form and, and looking like really good, uh, really good picks for this weekend again. Yeah, and they're reasonable prices this weekend, David. I thought so. Um, Saturday first, um, Fredrikstad travelled to Sandnes, Ulf. Now, Fredrikstad just, just on Sandnes, David, sorry, I need to get something off my chest here. Um, <laughs> Sandnes travelled to Scheid 
before no, the international yeah, break and got absolutely, pumped, absolutely yeah. hammered 3-0. The most yeah. unacceptable result of the season. <laughs> the side pushing for the playoffs and they went there to a side side already relegated and lost 3-0. Yeah, a side side who had lost, what, 11 in a row or something like that? No, I think it was, yeah, 14 of the last 15 games they lost. <laughs> <laughs> they went and beat them 3-0. Unbelievable. Yeah. Terrible result. Yeah, so Sarnes play at home to Fredrikstad this week. Fredrikstad have won seven out of the last eight. Sarnes have just won one out of the last six. Um, as you say, just pumped off Shide. Uh, so Fredrikstad 1.85. I thought that was a pretty good price, to be fair. They've won their last four, seven of the last eight, as I say, and, and win this, and they're the, pretty much they're guaranteed to be the champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would just need, yeah, they would be seven points ahead with nine to play for. Um I think, uh, yeah, I think it looks like a really good price for a team that's pushing pushing for the title. Just on Saturday's card, obviously, five matches kicking off at two o'clock on Saturday. I really like the look of goals across all of these games. I certainly wouldn't put anyone off backing all five over 2.5 goals. I think it's quite short, to be fair, at around about eight to one. But I'm going to back all five a goal to be scored in the first half an hour. And I'd be very, very surprised if we didn't have a really good chance at that landing, um, at least four, with maybe minutes to spare. We've hit the bar so many times in this bet this mm. season, but it's due to land at some point for us, and I think this is a really attractive card, lots to play for, so it's something I'll be sharing on the channel on on Saturday before two o'clock. Yeah, it's a Greg special this time of the season. Yeah, obviously, games coming thick and fast, lots to play for, teams having to open up, relegation, promotion, Playoffs, all that sort of stuff. So definitely likely to see goals, and I do like the sides that are involved in, in Saturday's card. Three card, three matches on Sunday, but Saturday's card looks really appealing to me for goals. Yeah, we'll come back to Saturday, Greg, because I know you've got a couple of goals bets that you want to speak about specifically. But let's just wrap up on the the top two. David Koffa uh, yeah. won a, a nice wee run of wins as well, as we've touched on there, within touching distance of promotion. Uh, and they're a decent price on Saturday as well, yeah. home to Rau- Yeah, absolutely. I thought four to five home to Raufoss this weekend, or 1.8. Five wins in a row for Koffa. Um, a, a late winner last time out at home to Brina, which was a huge, huge goal. Um, and... Yeah, three wins without conceding a goal, um, which puts them in a really good position to to win promotion. If they win this weekend, as you say, they could, in theory, uh, go up. But um, more likely, who does if they win this weekend, they put themselves in a position to go up the weekend after. So yeah, they're playing Rayforce. Rayforce themselves struggling a little bit. Um, just one win in six for them as well. Last time out, they drew at home to Mjöndal. And before that, they were beat 3-0 by Fredrikstad. Um, drew with Sam Nezulf. They had beaten Ranheim, but um, yeah, before that, they drew with um, Moss. And uh, yeah, I can see Koffa beating them comfortably. Um, so yeah, 45 looks like a really good price. Both both those two teams happy to take on the single, or you can uh, if you want some some uh, value over the over the two days, try uh, try the double, and uh, I think um, you'll have a right good chance. Yeah. Before we get to the end of the podcast, I'll have a price on that double. Oh, I can yeah. do it right now. I'm looking at three point three three. Yeah, that's no, not bad at all, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Greg, let's have a look at these couple of games on Saturday. You had mentioned the fact that you think there might be goals across the board, but there's two specifically that you think might give us a wee over two and a half goals double. Yeah, I do. I think we'll see goals in most of these games on Saturday, but the two that stand out for me 
is Yerv at home to Kongsvinger, both fighting on different fronts. Yerv have been very, very disappointing this season. Probably the most disappointing side in the Oberstligaen, I would say, given the fact they've come down from the Elite Azerian last year. They are, are in 14th place in the relegation playoff spot. Absolutely desperate for points. And Kongsvinger still got a chance of going up automatically. I think we'll see goals in this game, and the other game is start against Mion Dowen. Exactly the same setup. Both sides needing points for different reasons. Start looking to kind of confirm their place in the playoff. And Mion Dowen are only three points ahead of Yerv in 14th. So, yeah, over 2.5 goals, double pace, 7 to 5. And I don't think that'll be far away on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully there's goals across the board. Um, anything else catching a ride this weekend, David, and obviously in? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think um, Osana's price away at um, Christiansen is, is pretty big, but to be fair, they've maybe just fallen away a little bit the last couple of weeks, so uh, maybe best to just leave that out. But yeah, I think happy, happy with the double, and I agree with Greg. I think Saturday looks like a cracking, uh, cracking goals uh, market. Yeah, fingers crossed. And Greg, we are waiting in anticipation. Is it Sunday? We've got 42 oh, World League games. Sensational. 42 games from Division 3, six leagues, groups 1 to 6. It's match day 25, two rounds to go. Lots to play for, some cracking games. There's going to be some cricket scores involved. At the moment, though, we've got no idea of one how many markets and matches the bookies are going to open up for this. Um, nothing yet I'd be very disappointed if I never got all 42 to be fair but we're going to have to wait probably until Friday slash Saturday to find out which games then we'll start looking at that so Dave and I will be very busy on Sunday morning <laughs> looking to see what leagues are what markets are available and where the best angles are there is one league that David and I spoke about earlier in the week and yeah. it's, it's group two it's quite sensational. I'll hand it over to you, David, purely for pronunciation reasons. But <laughs> uh, just incredible that one of these sides is not going to go up. <laughs> it, it's a it's a it's a, it's a real downside of the of the system, the pyramid system. So six leagues, as you say, um, goes into two um, on the way up. So only one team can get promoted, and there's no playoff spots for anyone else. So poor old Hinnefoss. Uh, Twenty-four games played. 22 wins, one draw and one defeat. But sadly, <laughs> Eisvold Turn, uh, yeah, 23 wins and one defeat. They've beaten each other, but Hunifos have drawn one game away at Hamcam 2 when Hamcam 2 put out a pretty good team, which is uh, seems a very harsh harsh way to lose the league, but it looks very likely now that they will. Um, Eisvold Turn have moulded two away um, on uh, Sunday. So on the same day that Mulder won plays, Eisvold Toon, who have scored 98 goals this season in 24 games, which is yeah. pretty good going. Um, they play Mulder too, and their last game is get home to Volda, uh, which is a big guaranteed win. So yeah, basically this weekend's the last chance for Eisvold Toon to, to not win uh, the league pretty much, and poor old Hounifoss will have to go again next year. <laughs> Yeah, that's a sore one. Um, yeah, so just on those games, Greg, you had mentioned that somewhere between Bet365 and Skybet is where we'll be checking come Sunday morning, or well, maybe Saturday. Yeah, Skybet have been actually pretty good recently in terms of the coverage for, for games in these leagues. Uh, Bet365 
become a bit lazy the last few weeks. So I'll be keeping an eye on that and shooting it on the channel. Yeah, yeah, plenty to get excited about there. Okay, let's have a wee recap of this weekend's bets then, starting with uh, yourself, Greg. Yes, I've got a double from the Elite Azarian, and it's Volring a double chance and Volring to score. And I'm doubling that up with Thrums God set to hit five corners at home to odd, and that pays 1.86 to 1. And also from the Elite Azarian, I'm taking Viking at home to Tromso in the late kickoff on Sunday at 5 to 6. And finally, from the Obus League, I'm taking all five games. I got the score in the first half an hour, which I'll be sharing on the channel on Saturday. And I'm also taking an over 2.5 goals double, which is beyond down v start and year versus Konsvinger, and that pays 75. Okay, and David? Yeah, uh, not too much for me this weekend. I didn't find it too easy, but uh, just a couple of bets in the Obus League game, and uh, is your two league leaders to both win. Frederikstad first. Away at San Nizzo on Saturday, 1.85. And on Sunday, YMCA at home to Ralfoss, and that is at 1.80. Come on, the YMCA. <laughs> uh, okay, that's us for this week. Thanks very much, guys. Now, don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can also find details of how to join his private betting channel. And if you're not already following David, then give him a follow as well on Twitter at DWeatherston11. So that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. All the best. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.